Hey everybody, welcome to the New World Podcast, where we watch every movie released by New World Pictures, and this is one of our bonus episodes. Bonus! <laughs> it's its own theme. Uh, and uh, we're just going to talk a little bit on this episode about some of the stuff we've been watching, or we watched, maybe some of our favorites that we watched in October. Aw. Yeah, October is now over, we're into November. But I know we all watched a lot in October because that was Halloween month and we are watching a whole lot of stuff. And I want to start with something that I'm sure that we all watched a whole lot of. Uh, and that's because we all got two sets for our two families. Let me first of all, let me say I'm Ryan and with me is Mark. Hello. And Erica. Bonus Erica, more Erica, more Mark, more Ryan, but mostly Erica Bonus. <laughs> Mark, Erica, Mark, Erica, Mark, Erica, Mark, Erica, Mark, Erica Bonus. And also Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I get thrown in at the end. That's terrific. Um, but oh, so let's talk about something that I know we all watch at least good portions of. Not a not a not entirely, I don't think we've watched the entire set. And of course, I'm talking about the Friday the 13th set that was released by Scream Factory. Uh, Mark, I know you've dug into this set a little bit, right? I have. I have. Uh, I was e extremely excited to get it. Uh, I would like to say that I tore into it a lot more than I did, but I kind of look at it like a a delightful, delicious layered cake. And you don't want to eat all the layers immediately. Right. You want to peel each layer back, enjoy it for what it is, uh, and that before diving into the next layer, each one having almost like a German chocolate cake filling in between that you want to enjoy. That's the uh, extra um, uh, special features that they that they put on each disc. Sure. I did start with number one and worked my way uh, through uh, to the end of number two. So that's as far as <laughs> that layer cake as I've gone. Takes so you Mark, went... It takes Mark weeks to eat a slice of cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good analogy and an impressive sounding cake, which makes sense considering the, you know, this was a, it's, it's a, it's not the cheapest set. It's not a crazy price considering you do get a good amount of movies and extras and, but you know, that's why you, uh, you, uh, it makes sense that you're taking your time. And I did too, though. I did, I watched a bit more than that. I also started with the first one and then I did not go linear. I just sort of went all around. I, I started skipping all over. Yeah. You and, should see Ryan eat a piece of cake. It's just yeah, so, yeah. It's just, so upsetting. Yep. I take a, a bite. I take the initial bite, and then I just, you know, so yeah. I eat some icing. I eat the back. I eat the bottom layer. I just, I, I go all over the place. I it's a mess. Back. It's a mess. <laughs> um, let me see. I watched. Uh, uh, I think right after that, I watched. Yes, I watched Jason Goes to Hell. So I went from one mm -hmm. to nine. I watched. Uh, How many are in there? This is a big old box set. Yeah, what, I watched three. I watched five, and I think that's it. I think that's all I've watched. Yeah. Are there really thirteen? I had to count a, count them, dear listeners. Friday the Thirteenth has thirteen movies. Yes. Well, you're including the remake, which came out in two thousand eight. I'm including everything and that's in the box. Everything is in the just so. counting the box. Mm -hmm. But that include. I'm just telling you, it includes the remake, mm -hmm. and also includes Freddy versus Jason. Mm. I remember so, that one. So technically, it goes up to ten movies, and then there's two more. This one is a just bonus material. So oh. those of you that were doing some napkin math that's 12 movies not 13 <laughs> and just... you know what thank you for doing all your math on a napkin well they probably got <laughs> i just honor of this episode so. right i don't i don't want us to be building a reputation in the podcast world as not knowing our math so... i like that all, all of our listeners are listening to us in a bar just despondent <laughs> Eating cake alone in a bar, and they're just like, well, let's do the math on this napkin. I'm also pretty sure our listeners would agree that, you know, math is not 
among many things, not my strong point. I think that's what we share with our <laughs> listeners. I hope. I hope that's what we share. Unless we're very popular with mathematicians. Well, one of the things that I wanted to, I guess, bring up since we're talking about this box set is what would be your top three? If you had to pick three yeah, yeah. out of this Good box call. set, mm-hmm. which would be I even right in a top three? Woo! That is tough Woo! because uh, that's what you get from bonus. We don't waste any time. <laughs> we get right to, to it. I can't. Um, yeah, that's t- I, you know I I did listen to a different podcast that actually had two people rank theirs of all the box set, but obviously they had actually been able to watch through the whole box set. And so I have thought I thought about proposing that, but it's I haven't rewatched Freddy versus Jason. I don't know how long. Uh, I, I guarantee you, it won't be in your top three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I was just gonna I say don't it's think probably so in mine. Um, I think top three for me uh, would be, and again, I haven't rewatched everything. Um, but it's probably three is gonna uh, number three is probably actually gonna be Friday Thirteenth, the first one. The number two is gonna be Part Four. And number one would be part two. So the I just I love part two. So I, three, one, two, four, one, two. That's your. <laughs> did I get that correctly? I don't think you did. I'm trying to do the math. Is not math your strong here. suit. Do your math. Yeah, get I'm your math. Do the mapkin math. <laughs> so for my third is actually the very first one. Right. Friday thirteen. Three is one. So number two. My is number four. two. Is the fourth one, mm-hmm. yes, the final chapter. And my first one is number two. Part two. So I Friday had it right. Party. You did. Yes. Oh. You did. Oh. <laughs> uh because I love I think part two is just a total classic. And I think that actually set the I think it became sort of the template. You know, uh obviously Friday thirteenth weren't the first to do slashers. Um, and they were I mean, it was made to completely rip off Halloween. That's how they made the very first Friday the thirteenth. They were just trying to cash in on the Halloween craze. But I think part two sets up like tons of other movies that come after it. And um, and part four is Tom Savini coming back. Uh, Jason getting chopped up into tiny bits. Uh, you know, it's it's, you know, got Chris McGlover. I mean, that one's a classic. And then the first one, you know, I still think the first one's good. I could be persuaded by the other ones. I obviously watched really the trashiest ones after the first one because Jason goes to hell is just absolute the mo- probably one of the more bonkers ones it's besides hilarious. Jason X but it's yeah. hilarious and stupid because it was when uh New Line bought the rights but they didn't get the rights to everything and they were only buying the rights so they could set up Freddy versus Jason that's the only reason they were doing this whole thing so they had to make a, a Friday the 13th movie that also couldn't be called Friday the 13th and also really couldn't have Jason in it so <laughs> That's when they just Jason jumps from body to body, hidden style, and you know, everybody, all these different people become Jason. Um, and then five is just, I would say, one of my personal faves because it's so it's so trashy. It's just the trashiest of all the Friday Thirteenths. I think it's just sleazy trash. Uh, including uh, the fact that the guy tried to have a love scene, essentially, that he actually had to trim out. The MPAA made him trim this out, but he had basically almost a three-minute love scene in the middle of the movie. It just becomes these two kids, they get naked, and then they get killed in the movie now, but it was supposed to be a lovingly shot love scene in the middle of the movie. That's how sleazy part five is. Is that what... Is that what the Friday the Thirteenth series is missing? Just a strong, yeah, strong romantic yes, element needs more romantic love making. When when someone's ready to to financially back us to make the Thirteenth mm-hmm. movie, the most romantic Friday, we will the 13th. make it romantic. Mm-hmm. It will be like Jason dot dot love letters. It's when Harry met Sally meets Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. Yeah, it will be my love letters version of Jason. <laughs> and then you know part three is of course the one that's in 3d and you can watch on 3d i did not watch in 3d because i don't have a 3d player but that's part of the joy to me of three is watching it when you can't watch it in 3d and you get to see all the 
dumb setups they did for 3D to be in there. Uh, not only that, it's when he finally gets the Jason mask and or the hockey mask, I should say, but uh, that we now call a Jason mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, you know, but th- those are mine. Mark, uh, wh- what are yours? Your top three. I'm gonna have to say that I'm I'm tracking entirely with you uh, as much as I'd love to, you know, have a point counterpoint on this one. Um, for I'm gonna go number one to three, uh, unlike you. Uh, number one absolutely is part two. Uh, it is to me the most interesting of all of them for a couple mm. reasons. You get to go back to the original camp. He's also wearing the uh, pillowcase instead of the hockey mask, mm-hmm. which honestly I think is even more terrifying. Is for having sure. that with one eye hole. Uh, he's not even giving himself three yeah. uh, D vision. He yeah. just he's he's only looking out on one eye. It has, it actually has, it has some quirky plot points, such as one of the characters gets really hammered at a bar and decides to just stay and hang out and thus yeah. becomes one of the only people to live. So the, the rule relief. of like, it, the comic relief, so the rule of like, if you drink or do drugs or have sex, you're going to die is broken because he lives because he just decides to hang out at the bar. It's not just uh, him. The, they have a lot of people from the camp. Most of the people, there's like half that like stay at the at the house. Half of them all go to the bar, and most of them stay at the bar. It's Amy right. Steele and the guy who plays her boyfriend who leave and actually. So actually, a lot of people live from part two. They do, and the ending makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Paul, on top Paul? of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did he live? Did he die? I don't, you know. And so it, it just, I I love part two. Um, I would say my number two would again be part four for all the same reasons. Uh, when I saw it in my teenage years, it was so incredibly gory. Uh, it has Crispin Glover in it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it like it, it checks every single box of what you're looking for in a teen slasher movie for my yeah. number three though um you know it, it's hard to deny the first movie because it is a classic but i have to say for number three for just overall satisfaction a new beginning part five i just it's it is so there's not a single likable character no. uh, it no. is every single scene is over the top every (laughs) single scene yeah like they they don't they don't even try to uh uh have i'm surprised that they put so much time into a well-crafted love scene because they didn't put any care craft into anything else um (laughs) you know you have not even tommy jarvis is all that likable (laughs) no tommy jarvis is not likable at all and isn't even played by Corey feldman uh, you have Tiffany Helms, who's playing a goth, but she does the robot. Doesn't make any yep. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the hillbilly neighbors who are constantly yelling at each other. Oh, and yeah. it's not even Freddy. And yet all of those things Jason, combined. Yeah. It's I, definitely I'm not sorry. Freddy. It's for sure not <laughs> Freddy at all. <laughs> Were you waiting for Freddy? Because right. maybe that was why it became number three. <laughs> Maybe you liked you're it because right. you're so excited to see Freddy. You're like, why is everyone still awake I don't know how in this you... movie? When are they going to fall asleep? <laughs> I don't know how you weren't disappointed uh, that Freddy never they shows also, up. They also never sleep. So, <laughs> No, but it's, uh, it's not even Jason. And for some reason, all of that worked for me. And I know that it's like the most derided of all yes. sequels. Yeah. But I just find it. I find it massively entertaining. Uh, so well, if like I if I had to pick between the two, if someone said you can pick one or five to watch tonight, I'm gonna pick five. Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, I would probably do the same. I also recall reading. I do believe you had the novelization. No, I had the novelization of part three. Part three, yes, yes, because all the yes. punks in the barn. Yes. I do remember reading. I re- just remember reading that. It just that just came to me. But uh, yeah, I no- did have I did have at that time in my life a when I saw three, which was after I read the novelization. I totally pulled the 
the book was so much better, even though the book, was, <laughs> even though the book was a novelization of a movie that, that had already come out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: I read, I read the novelization. Now, this is in reverse order because we saw the movie, then I read the book. I read the novelization. I got the novelization of of Predator, and I read that, and I did enjoy how much more details we got about Predator in the novelization of Predator. I was very yep. much into that. Now, I, you're right. Going back to five, though, it is often derided, and I kind of watched a lot of them that are sort of derided. I, I haven't watched Jason Takes uh, Manhattan, which is often a movie that people, you know, shit on. But then I watched six. I forgot. I also watched number part six, which is a movie that everybody, a lot of people love. And I think is enjoyable and very campy in certain parts, but I don't think it is as campy as an enjoyable as part five, which is just a sleaze fest from beginning to end. As you said, filled with just terrible people and characters that you do not care about. Um, It's in, in many ways, it's a spiritual uh, sequel to part three, which also has a lot of characters that you don't care about. It was supposed to be Amy Steele as the main character yet again. And she doesn't, she just didn't want to return. And they barely seem seemingly barely changed the script. Cause then they changed the script to a girl who I guess did run into Jason at some point, but you don't right? not in any of the other movies, but she has a moment where she met him. So they tried to give her some kind of backstory where she, ran into Jason at some point at the, and, and, and now was returning to camp crystal Lake, even though she was in neither of the previous movies. And it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't really work. And then they also have Jason finding the hockey mask. But what I forgot, he also doesn't have any mask for a large part of the end. And he ends up just looking like the guy from Goonies, you know, Mm, (laughs) his mm -hmm. his makeup. (laughs) He uh, he kind of looks it's like very similar makeup. And one of my favorite bits from rewatching it that I forgot was like her trying to get the boat, like going down the dock and trying to get the boat uh, so she can escape. And him just like and she looks up and he's like in the window and he's almost he almost like waves at her like, hey, <laughs> it's me. I'm Jay. I, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to come down there. Hold on a second. Hold on. You're there. You're there. I'll, I'm up here. I'm going to come down there. We're going to have, and then we'll meet up. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get on the boat yet. Don't get on the wait, boat. Wait, I'm coming. Wait, I'm coming. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> I'm bringing, a, I'm bringing a cheese board down to the boat. I and then I will slaughter this. you. And then I will slaughter you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I'm first gonna use my, my machete to chop this cheese, <laughs> not slice it, chop it because it's right. a machete. Right. Then I'm gonna bring it down. We're gonna just have chunks of cheese, but I think that's yeah. gonna work, right? Because yeah. I, Jason, love chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes, uh, uh, highly recommended. The uh, Friday I found some truffles out. in the forest. I'm bringing those down too. <laughs> Just, just wait! Don't go! Don't go! Don't go! <laughs> You're gonna love these truffles. They were fertilized with blood, camper blood. They're so tasty. Oh, some of your friends, some yeah. of your friends might have helped these things. Oh man, yeah. So highly recommend the Friday Thirteenth box set. It is a lot. There's so much extras. That's the part that I have just barely dipped into. Uh, definitely want to check Any out. Any bloops? There might I there might be certain ones with bloops. Might be there might be some bloops and uh Erica is a big fan of bloopers. I do love and, a good blooper and she, reel. Like uh so Well my thanks for asking. My top three were Oh, um, I'm so sorry. So my top three are very different Uh-oh. than yours. Uh oh, good. Okay. I'm also gonna go three, two, one. Just mix it up. Uh my number three is actually Jason Takes Manhattan. Okay, go. Oh, thank because... you. Thank you. I love that, like, kitschy, unnecessary... I love the, when those elements pop into movie series, I guess, if you want to say. Sure. Say, like, when, 
you know, Jurassic Park, same thing when they finally bring it back to New York. I think it is like there's no at the reason. tail end of the movie. Yeah. There's Van- no reason Vancouver really. I mean, yeah. is most of the shots, and then there's well, no it, it also it just feels, but it feels great. <laughs> it also establishes that Crystal Lake is a tributary of the Hudson River. <laughs> right. So once you leave. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you can really literally find it on the map <laughs> and it also uh thank you for crunching the numbers on that in real time <laughs> um yeah that's it i mean also proves that you can punch a head off of a body yeah which is one which of is my terrific my favorite kills ever so terrific in the friday 13 series He's like mortal combat <laughs> And maybe, so that's maybe, your three. That's my three. That's my three. Um, my number two is probably Jason Goes to Hell. I I just, again, it's so outrageous. And mm-hmm. it's just so <laughs> unbelievable, if you will. In the, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's insane. It's very, it's insane. I, I think I just like how bonkers it goes. And then my number one is actually Freddy versus Jason. Why? That's my wow. number one. Really? Because they verse each other. Like, it's the best. It's what we all want. I wish it was Freddy versus Jason versus Michael Myers. I mean, that would. I think it was be supposed the to only be only thing that could be better than it. Yeah, that's true. You got to put the three. You know, of course, you want them all to battle each other. And I remember watching that. I believe we watched it together in the theater. Correct. What Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, I know we saw the remake in the theater together. I'm not sure if we saw Freddy versus Jason. I don't know. You're going to have to do the Ryan's research on that. <laughs> it feels don't... like we've been together long enough to have seen both. I appreciate that you feel like But we... it could be, yes, just the remake. I'm, I'm trying to but see that's when my that one. came out. That's my number one, because I love a good versus. Love a good versus movie. You really like well. the odds and ends, which I, I appreciate as well. Um, yeah, you may be one of the few that put this on your list. I I do remember watching Jason Goes to Hell in the theater with, my, with a bunch of my friends. And in that pivotal scene when the coroner takes out his heart and then starts oh, to stare God. at it, I even said out loud in the theater, I was like, eat it. <laughs> and then two years of light. And then he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all fell out laughing because how I was like, there's no way he's going to eat it. He did eat it. I also remember laughing at that. That is so But he doesn't just ridiculous. eat it. He's like, oh, <laughs> he tears into <laughs> it like, like a feast. Yeah. Yeah, goes for it. Oh, yeah, that oh. one is. It's so bad. It's good. So yeah, that one it's is so terrible, bad, and good. only there to really set up the end shot of, you know, his mask hitting the dirt and Freddy's hand coming out and grabbing mm-hmm. him, and pulling him to hell or whatever. So yeah, it's literally that's the only reason for that movie to exist at all, and uh, it is a delight. It is still a delight. It is definitely it is the craziest, delight. though. Jason X, I, 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 I'm I excited to rewatch that J- one. That's the Jason in space? That is, yeah, future Jason. Yes. That is, uh, you know, and it, uh, that one is still a lot of fun and just insane and crazy and basically is like, I think, saw Alien Resurrection and was like, why not? We can, let's make it worse. Let's, let's make it. <laughs> let's take Alien Resurrection and make it worse. And maybe scary. Let's not forget. <laughs> Fucking in space doesn't it's sound not scary. terrifying. It's definitely enough. not scary, but it's a lot of fun. And let's not forget, David Cronenberg is in Jason X. Yes, he is. Yes, he How is. How that casting worked out, I don't know. But I, 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 well, they shot it in Canada, so they were just they. He probably like was just down the street, and they were like, "Well, you want to come on over here and play a role?" And he's like, "Yeah, what the hell." Well, I mean, we should we should probably tell all of our listeners. Uh, you may not know this, but David Cronenberg is in every Canadian movie. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. So that is that is uh, the Friday Thirteenth box set. Now we can put that to bed. Not like I tried to earlier without getting Erica's opinions. Um, Don't worry, I'll always jam them in there. I know, but I I, time appropriate. I didn't know for sure if you would have them because you, you know, you fell asleep during some of the rewatches there. So, but I've seen them. But you've seen them. You've seen. You know, dip into the old memory banks and pull out which ones (laughs) I like. I do need to rewatch. You definitely had a unique top three. So, we we, thank you for being the contrast to Mark and I, who are pretty almost the same. Brothers. Oh God, do our listeners know that? Shoot. 
No, I I think they is that what's going to come out in the bonus episodes that we reveal that you guys are brothers? <laughs> I feel like that that people have figured that out by now if they've listened to enough. Well, episodes. if they so have, pretty pretty confident they don't give a shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters to them whatsoever. Mark, what have you? What have you? What are some of your highlights? Uh, I know I watched a lot. I know you didn't get to watch as much, but what were some of the highlights of your October viewing? Yeah, I, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch a lot this October. It was uh, a poor showing in the uh, horror movie watching or any movie watching, to be to be honest. Oh. I did watch Beyond the Door, uh, which was a 1975 uh, Exorcist ripoff, uh, and it's yeah. it's pretty. It's a pretty just straight up exorcist ripoff um the the production company got sued by what paramount or or whoever put out the exorcist at the time because right. it was such a blatant ripoff uh, mm-hmm. and it is i mean it, it, there are scenes that you, you that are just straight up stolen from the exorcist but i still enjoyed it i was like you know actually you could make a lot more of these movies and i would still watch them uh they they they're still creepy still enjoyable and it has um it's one of the few times too that you get to see uh richard johnson uh who you might remember as the doctor in the beginning of lucio fulci's zombie uh mm. actually playing a, a I, i've never seen him in anything else so actually playing another character <laughs> which to me was like well look at him he actually did other things filling out that uh, filmography Yes. Look at old Dick Johnson <laughs> having two names that sound like wieners. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that until now, but <laughs> Dick Wiener. <laughs> this is always but uh, always yeah, so I, I... on the hunt for wiener. <laughs> always wiener hunting. <laughs> so, so I watched that. Uh, and I would say that was really one of the highlights for me. I'll kick it back to you two. You can. I want to hear what 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 your highlight was. I know Ryan, you had watched a horror movie every day. I did. So I, did. I I uh, I know that You're people were. <laughs> Thank proud. you. Thank you so much. You know, so you really did it. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, everybody. You know, so. Um uh you know some of them have a beard like kenny rogers since we're on the topic of uh remakes uh, ripoff remakes this is something that actually eric and i both watch which is cruel jaws <laughs> or cruel jaws um you're saying you're saying it it's jaws or uh aka jaws 5 sorry aka jaws jaws that's right not <laughs> Sound, it's so unnatural because i want to say jaws <laughs> i want to say j a w l s jaws and cruel jaws is a ultimate ripoff because it ultimately it's a ripoff of jaws but it not only rips off jaws but it also steals footage from another jaws ripoff movie the last shark aka uh <clears throat> great white and um it actually takes footage from it um from that movie and that movie was actually shut down by uh universal because the last they said the last shark was too close to jaws it basically has the same thing where they have to hire a shark hunter to take out the shark that's attacking the small town which is vic morrow who i guess is scottish in the movie i can't figure out if his accent, I couldn't figure it out the entire movie if he was supposed to be Scottish or not, but he is dressed like an old sea captain and he yells at everybody that they got to take the shark out. And so they take footage from that because in that movie, there's a, a windsurfing regatta. The whole city is just really, they do not want to, st- <laughs> much like the, uh, they don't want to shut down the tourism uh, in, in the original Jaws. This one, they don't want to shut down their windsurfing regatta, which made me laugh a lot. Like have this Which whole part? town, <laughs> the economy is built on this windsurfing regatta. And if we close that down, <laughs> it's, over. Um, it's over for our town. But uh, and so they include the regatta enough to be able to steal some footage from it and cruel Jaws. But they do have some of their own stuff. It, it steals essentially from Jaws 3 because it's set in a sea life park. 
<clears throat> that is run by a guy who looks like he's a Hulk Hogan impersonator. And the only reason that he does is because in real life, the actor was a Hulk Hogan impersonator. <laughs> and so... <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. So it is. Uh, it, it was an incredible watch. We actually... I've been told, I've read that there's two cuts in the movie. There's the original cut, which I've, I've read we should have started with. But of course, in light of uh, current events, um, th this one comes with a Snyder cut because this movie, of course, was done by Bruno Mattei, who was a master of of finding whatever was popular and then trying to make a quick buck by making a movie off of it. But in this one, he, he doesn't go by his name. He goes by the name William Snyder. So there is a Snyder cut mm. as well as a home video version. And of course we watched the Snyder cut right? because I asked Erica which one we should watch. And she said, Snyder cut. Yeah. Always snip snip. <laughs> now, quick question. Did you read the novelization of <clears throat> Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws before? I have not read the novelization though. You, I don't know if you know this, but they, they Severin not only put out, this Blu-ray of Cruel Jaws, but they did indeed put out a novelization. Did they really? Yeah, they did indeed. That's amazing. So they're well, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Christmas isn't too far away. <laughs> Santa, if you're listening, yeah. sure would love to read. Sure, I would love to read about that regatta. <laughs> There's Sorry, so many more cool. details about the regatta in the book. I mean, you really oh, get it, to figure it, it out. Is it Regalda or is it Regalda? Regalda. I don't know. How would you say it in the, the Regalda? <laughs> Regalda. And you get Regalda. The book really taps into the town's economic ledger and how the Regalda impacts positively on the economy, <laughs> not just for ticket sales, but how there's uh, a runoff benefit to all the local store merchants in the in the town. So it's it a, it's a very like heavy. It's about the how the economy breaks down for that entire city. They really break down all the, the different industries. 43% of the book is just that. <laughs> it's just going through the books in this town. <laughs> right. But ironically, you don't get to learn anything more about Vic Morrow's Scottish background. That <laughs> you they do don't, not. They, like, he he just says a lot right of like, that. you got to get that shark out there. And you're like, is he Scottish? I don't, I can't tell. In fact, in the uh, book, it says in a sort of Scottish accent. That's as far as it goes into explaining right. his They do his not background. expend any uh, amount of words on going into his backstory. They only go into the backstory of the town. And their economic <laughs> breakdown, their industries. Exactly. Originally, the town was, uh, <laughs> they were wheat croppers. But as the town grew, um, yeah, but nothing about, about Vic Morrow. But that was one of them. Should I go to the next or do you have another one, Mark? Um, I will just say I did try. I tried very, very hard to get through um, uh, The Other Hell which is also a Bruno Mattei movie. Mm. Uh, it is where yes, yeah. these these uh, nuns in a convent, there's a demon spirit that is causing them to turn on each other. I, I, it, I, I couldn't really, I, I couldn't tell if the voiceover, the overdubbing, maybe there was something lost in translation and that's why I didn't understand the plot. Or if... I was just so incredibly bored to tears that I forgot to care about the plot. But either way, <laughs> I have, I have sat through a lot of bad movies. I think we can all agree that we all have sat through several very bad movies. Uh, mm -hmm. And I typically try to Don't finish made every one of them. Three. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I couldn't finish. It was just so so it was like it was like they bruno Mattei stumbled upon a, a really good and inexpensive set and decided to build a story around it more because he had the set mm -hmm. than he had an actually good story um and so that's I, a, that's I a real not, thing to do. 
Exactly. So, which I, in many ways, admire, but it doesn't work in this one. Um, so, I do not recommend investing your time in this movie. Hmm. I felt that way a little bit about um, Cat of Nine Tales, which I don't think I, I hadn't re. I did a rewatch. I hadn't seen that in forever. And that one's, I don't know if it was just my state of mind or I was expecting a more of a sort of a, a more giallo uh, story. This The Cat of Nine Tales was just more of a sort of a, almost a procedural. It's much more of like them just trying to figure out the mystery and it's long. And I guess I just wasn't yeah, ready. Yeah. For that. I feel like I got to watch that one again, but um I also watched, uh, and I, I had never really seen this one before. I watched Mario Bava's Shock, and I had never mm. seen that before. And that one was awesome. Yeah, I really like that movie. Yeah, Daria Nicolodi plays a woman who's moving back into the house that she lived in with before her husband killed himself, Yes. Yeah, or dies in any case, or dies. He's no longer with ever... us. Yeah. yeah, and so, so we're, she... we're she's moving back in with her new boyfriend and their son, and right. if that sounds like a bad idea, it it definitely is, and bad things start to happen. But there's some really cool stuff that happens in that movie, and it's a really nice build. And actually, I really enjoyed it, and I had not seen Shock. Um, and that was one that I really enjoyed. I also watched, oh, that one, when it, when it was released in the United States, it was released as beyond the door Two. even though it has nothing to do with beyond the door. Yeah. That's not, mm, I, I, mm, I was going to say it's not a possession movie, but I I mean, I mm, may, I don't want to give away any of the twists, but I mean, perhaps, uh it's it's not a uh it's not a ripoff of the exorcist i'll give it that no um no. i thought some really cool stuff in there and some nice little practical effects and yeah uh, i really enjoyed that one it was a good one um erica did not see that one with me so nope she missed out on that no opinions no nope. <laughs> you also did not see this one because you fell asleep but i watched the abominable dr fives which is a movie from the 70s. Mm, I saw bits and pieces of that one, right? The necklaces on the mannequins. Yes. Yeah, I saw Vincent that. Price, so, mm-hmm. and he plays, he, he doesn't mm-hmm. say anything for a very, very long time, and mm-hmm. it turns out he can only speak through like a, a, a voice box, which he has attached, yeah. I think, to one of his organs. He plays, he plays the organ. Mm-hmm. Um, and really some really cool sets, and some kind of cool deaths. He's basically taking revenge on the medical team that wasn't able to save his wife. And it's actually a a pretty awesome movie and, uh, and, and really pretty cool stuff and had a really nice, really nice sense of humor about it because the cops really are, they have some pretty funny, they have some pretty funny. They're they're, I I don't want to say that they're like really uh, slapstick and stumbly and stuff, but they have a, a bit of a, a, a wit and they sort of make a, a few dumb mistakes here and there. And so it actually had sort of a, it had sort of a sarcastic uh, tone to it as well as sort of all these really interesting set pieces where he goes through all these elaborate ways of, of, of killing people. It's, it's been, a, it's, it's a classic. I heard about it on, on a bunch of other podcasts that were people were talking about, Oh yeah, this one's, one of the one of the best horror films from the 70s and i was like wow i ne- I, I don't think i've ever seen it and i need i need to fix that right now so uh i, I recommend that one and in a little less recommended but it was certainly something that i had not seen before but it was the living dead at manchester morgue so it's another uh british though actually this guy is from um george grau i think he is from or jorge grau he is from i think spain but I know they shot it all in, they shot it all in England, and um, it was slight. It was used slightly as an influence for Shaun of the Dead, and it's interesting mm. in that they they sort of have uh, sort of a situation like a Fulci movie sort of starts like a Fulci movie where the dead sort of come out, and it's basically um, much more of like an origin of like the dead coming back. It's not like 
uh, a Romero film where they're just already there and we're just like, oh shit, the dead have come back to life. Like this is much more of like the very beginnings of this kind of thing happening. And interestingly, they also, they, you can't kill them by shooting them in the head. You just have to light them on fire. That's how you get rid of the zombies. Oh. You just have to burn them. Hmm. And if you burn them, they light up real quick. Um, so some of the rules and some of the stuff about how you transfer the zombie from person to person, that gets a little loose, loosey-goose. But, um, and uh, it's a little slow. But it's interesting if you want to watch, you know, England back in the 70s. You probably would like some of the cars they drive there, Mark. And uh, it was definitely an inter- interesting movie. I'd like to check out a little bit more from this director. I think he, he did a bunch of stuff, and I, I'm, I'm not as familiar with it. Um, so, yeah, he's a Spanish director, but it's all shot in England. So tons of stuff on the uh, disc that so I So what you're saying is cinema. the chance that there, there's – what you're saying is there's no David Cronenberg in this one. He well, it didn't shoot in Canada. I mean, if they had shot in Canada, he'd have been there, you know, (laughs) in a heartbeat, you know. But you know, not in Canada. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um. So those are some of the interesting ones. There's a lot of rewatches. You know, we did a lot of rewatches. We watched a lot of the some old favorites and some. Mm -hmm. Um. We did dive into Critters One. Mm -hmm. So we just in on our our our. Our pal Don Opper from Android, and see how he's doing because, of course, in our Android episode, uh, Tarek mentioned how he has such a uh, cool arc in that movie, and so I was interested to see what he meant. And he's definitely much more of a small town country bumpkin in the original Critters but friends with the lead star who is a little boy. So very strange, but he again plays sort of a kind of a, a, an innocent, I would say a naive kind of innocent guy. So we did not watch two, three or four, but Mm -mm. you know, that's, but we did dive into the original critters. Not bad. And enjoy, you know, and probably one, uh, I think we could even, I thought it's possible you could watch it with, with smaller kids. I think it could be a, a, a slight gateway horror film. I can't, they can't be super little, uh, but slightly older kids. Like I think you could or do short and stature. Was that? Yes. I'm talking you, purely height. <laughs> right. You want them to be at least four yeah. feet tall. Yeah. If they're mm-hmm. tall kids, they can handle it. But if they're short <laughs> kids, I don't think they can. Forget I don't think it. they're ready for it. No, because critters are small little things. And I think they'll start to think, right. am I a critter? Is this movie about me? I think it'll be confusing. But if you're tall, you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm not a critter. I fight critters. That's what I do. Did you think it could be good for kids because there's a kid, a child hero in it? Yeah. And I think kids like to see movies where they see kids be the heroes. Hmm. I don't right. think so. I think a lot of people think so. This is not an original no. idea by me, but. Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> okay um, bro a lot did, of people think so. that felt aggressive a lot of people think it a lot mark this did you did common you, knowledge mark did you watch anything else yeah i think the the last thing that i'll throw out there is uh i did finally i was i was certainly late to the party but finally saw uh don't torture a duckling the 1972 lucio mm. movie um for, for, for whatever reason i had never actually watched this one and i really liked it it's uh it's more it. i haven't watched that one it's more of a you know uh it's more of a straight giallo movie uh you know so it, it it not that it doesn't have some nice gore elements but for the most part it's it's more of a mystery and of these murders that are taking place and uh uh, how they're trying to frame, basically frame up this this out of town woman who had a, a a bit of a difficult past, and they think that she's behind it all. And uh, you know, it was it it's well shot. It all kind of takes place in this small town, kind of this hilly um, uh, Italian town. And I I really enjoyed it. It was uh, uh, it was a real surprise. And not to say that you know I don't enjoy a lot of Lucio Fulci movies, but I guess. I don't know. For some reason, I this one I always kind of brushed it off. 
Uh, and I'm kind of disappointed that I did because I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, moving into movies that we're watching in November, not to skip ahead, but uh, the movie that we're going to be talking about in the next next episode. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I, uh, as as you know, the only way to watch this movie is to buy the Blu-ray. And sure. Uh, uh, so I sat down on Sunday, uh, put in put in the movie in the old Blu-ray player, laptop on my lap, ready to take some notes and enjoy. And my Blu-ray player decided uh, to not play any more audio. You could watch the movie, but you couldn't hear a thing. So uh, <laughs> today, my wife. Uh, bless her heart says i'm gonna go and return that blu-ray player for you so that you can watch the movie and i it was she had to go return it to a store that is an hour away so she drives an hour oh she drives back wow and she she returns the blu-ray player she gets me a new blu-ray player i'm very very excited i sit down tonight thinking well i've got some time to spare now's the time to watch the movie and I realized I left the Blu-ray in the player that she returned. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, um, I've ordered another copy. Uh, so, I'm doubling, <laughs> doubling, <laughs> doubling down on this movie. Which I think... Wow. I think when we talk wow. about it, uh, it's worth revisiting this story. Um, and I think it's worth oh, yeah. uh, maybe sure. discussing. Sure. Is this a movie that you spend, if you were to spend double the price on this movie, right. would you? Right. Should you own two copies of this movie? <laughs> or one and a half, because you own the jewel case, or but le- not or the at disc. Least, at least, yeah, at least two cases. At least yeah. two cases of this movie. Two cases. There is re- it is reversible artwork, so you could now have two different. You could put the different artwork. You could reverse it for one and have the other, so you get to enjoy both. That's of course the episode that's coming after the next one that's going to come out. So, <laughs> right. Not this right. next episode that comes after this bonus episode, but the one after that. And that's we we will not tell you the title to tease you mm. and what that actually that it will be, be coming out not we'll after the next episode. Apple. It'll be coming after the next bonus episode that we have yet to record. That will happen <laughs> after right. the next episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so much content. So much content, guys. Um. Uh. So. So. <laughs> well, I will leave you. Well, le- le- let's end on this one movie because I do want to mention another movie that Eric and I watched because it was also a rewatch, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, Mark. And it's a little bit more recent because I realize most all most of the movies we've we've, we've talked about or watched during uh, uh, October were a lot of 70s and 80s movies. So there was a movie that we watched that is a much more uh, contemporary horror film, and that is Crawl. Oh yeah. Uh, Alexandra Aha right? or Aja? Yes, Alligators. Have you seen that movie? No, I just saw the poster that you posted, and it looked very interesting. So you've not seen it yourself? No, I have not. I've not seen it. So Eric and I actually saw it in the theaters, and I liked it, and she was a little like, eh. But then I put it on one night, and... She uh, was actually kind of like, Ugh, are we going to watch this again? And then got totally into it, watched the entire thing. I think I fell asleep. You did. For <laughs> you, once, our for roles once, were reversed. For once. And I finished the entire And thing. you finished the entire movie. And then I watched the rest the next night uh, to finish up. And it's, you know what? It's just, I just, it's an enjoyable movie. I mean, yes, of course, it's ridiculous. To, there's certain parts of it that are just ridiculous that I know just, I say that to you, Mark, cause I know there's going to be a certain, you're going to find certain uh, problems with some of the uh, logic jumps, but, um, but enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Pepper, Barry Pepper playing the dad right. does a great job. The lead, I'm forgetting the girl's name who plays the lead. She's, she's great in it. I, I feel like they both really uh, are, are acting the heck out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi produced it. 
Um, I like Alexander Aha. I uh, I wish I'm. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm saying it like Spanish, but he's French, so I don't know. Are you sure um, that it's not Aha? Aha. <laughs> no, uh, oh, Kaya uh, Scodelario. That's the who plays the. Yeah, everybody will be able to know who that is because I butchered the hell out of her name. Are you sure that's so, not Scaldelario? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Now I've gone away. Alexandra Asia? Asia? Aha! Is that how you say it? Oh, I think it's Asia. Alexandra Asia. Aha! Alexander, aha! I'm thinking the J is an H because I took rudimentary Spanish classes. So, <laughs> um, But I've always liked him. I've liked, you know, um, from like high tension uh, to like the Hills Have Eyes. Aja. Aja, Aja, okay. It's like okay. measure. Okay. Aja. Aja. Alexander Aja. Okay. Aja. Oh, Aja. Bonjour, Aja. Aha. It's Alexandra Aja. I like to crawl and I like jaws. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you for joining us on this bonus episode. Um, that's what we were watching. Um, you know, hey, if you want to talk to us, you can you can write us. We have an email address you can write us at. Mark, what is that address? Info at New World Podcast. <laughs> there you go. Dot com, even. We always have to throw in the dot com. And you can... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Dot the... net. Dot TV. Dot... No. You're right. It is <laughs> dot, dot, dot gov. Um, <laughs> we've made that joke before, but it's a classic at this point. It's a classic. Um, you can also find us on Twitter, and you can go through... I, I posted a picture from every movie we watched over the month so you can check out all that and see and see that there um i should have also posted it on our instagram but i don't handle the instagram i handle the twitter account but we are also on instagram and twitter please rate and review us on apple podcast stitcher um spotify that you can find us anywhere that there are podcasts but those three are the best ways to find us And thank you for joining us on the New World Podcast. We will see you in the next episode. We won't reveal the movie, but it's going to be a good one. We got a guest coming, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's going to have a little bit more of that Halloween spirit that's left over from October. So I hope you enjoy that as well, and thanks for joining us. Bye. Jaws. Music.